Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. An impossible goal! These guys are good! Scary good! And this crowd is going bananas! As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello everyone, welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Lieboff, and joining me today... Uh, to break down Wednesday, October the 18th, two-game NHL slate. And we'll talk a little futures. We're going to use these Wednesday, Wednesday episodes, especially when they're light, to kind of take a step back and, and give uh, some more big-picture talks, uh, takes on about trends, futures, etc. cetera. Uh, but we'll also obviously talk about the games. There's two of them, wings and pen, pens, sends and caps. I will start with the uh, caps and sends. Tim Kalinowski, Nick Martin joining me. Uh, I think I like Ottawa here, Nick. Uh, the Capitals got a win against Calgary. It was very Calgary Flames 2022-2023 of them. Not only did they tilt the ice, uh, it was 13 nothing in shots before the Caps got on the board. Uh, they also found a way to lose in, in uh, overtime or shootout. Evgeny Kuznetsov pissed everybody off. I think I'll play the the puck line here. I think if Ottawa does win, it feels like it could be, it should be a route. The the Caps' defensive numbers are just really poor out of the gate. Yeah, the the Caps look awful. It's it's been bad. I think they're going to be better. I still like think they're going to be better than they've shown. And, and, and the goaltending gives them a decent here. floor. Like Kemper yeah. was really good. He was excellent. Um, loved the little rock the baby Sally after the shootout <laughs> win. I also. I'm gonna. I know I'm on an island here as a Caps fan because I love the fact that Kuzi just he's ten for eleven or whatever it is with that move. So no Caps fans ever gonna complain because he's just scores. It's automatic. When are these goalies gonna figure it out? It's the exact same move every single time. Like stop crying. Did Sorokin stop him last but, year? I feel like the Islanders beat the Caps in a shootout last. year. I think year. it was a post. I think it was a post that stopped. Okay, maybe. Him. Well, so maybe, maybe it was Sorokin's post. But anyways, uh, yeah, I think the Sens seem pretty legitimate. We'll probably touch on that a little bit in the futures area again. The numbers kind of got crushed quick. Like this opened minus 150 everywhere. And it kind of, that already got bet down pretty good. But I still think it's, it sends or nothing here. Like you don't want to take on the caps yeah. at this number. Um, I think the over could also be a decent look. 
Like the Sens should play pretty high scoring games. I still believe in the Caps offensively more than they've shown, even if two of the lines have looked pretty horrific and they did shake things up. The other one that I kind of like, I think Tom Wilson in the prop market is a guy I want to target. He's he had a really good finish to the game uh, last night, hit the post. I thought he started to get going. He's still one of the ones I have faith in out of the Caps top stars. I think he's going to show pretty well. He really got going at the end of last season and he got full season to or full off season to get ready for this year. So I still want to target Wilson. They're putting with Strom, who I also think has shown really well, which which splits up the one line that has actually looked good. So kind of concerning there, but I think targeting Wilson to score or a point is an angle that I like uh, from a prop perspective. Yeah, so the, the Sens now are, are minus 166. The Capitals uh, sitting plus 140, and the total is at six and a half. Wilson is going to... Looks like he'll be playing with Stroman Ovechkin. Uh, Tim, you on the Sens, the Caps, passing overs. What what are you thinking here? I was on the Sens the second I saw Nick Martin track the bet. I instantly hit tail on the good old action app, and then here you on it as well. I am all in. Um, this short podcast got even shorter with that um, hard-hitting analysis from me. Yeah, I think it's a it's a pretty easy one, right? Like, it's been one-way traffic for, for, for Washington on, on defense, it seems like, so. Uh, we'll see just where the, the floor is uh, for the Caps at some point. Uh, the other game is uh, projected to be a lot closer. Penguins are a minus 130 road favorite in Detroit, plus 110. And the total here is also six and a half. Looks like we could get to seven with the way the juice is trending. I like the Red Wing here. Uh, I don't think that's too surprising because I do think I'm maybe lower on Pittsburgh than most other people are and maybe proven wrong on that but i do find them to be still a little leaky really good defensive effort against washington but as nick said that capitals team might not be very good the other two games against calgary and chicago not all that encouraging i don't think defensively um and that's what i'm looking for with pittsburgh and for detroit like that top line with debrinket larkin and lucas raymond they look really good and that's a team that's been crying out for scoring don't know how much I trust that defense either as we go uh, along in the season, but their numbers last year at least were passable defensively. Uh, they played very low event games, especially down the stretch. Um, Huso looks like we'll, we'll get to start. Reimer just pitched a shutout, so who knows, but uh, I don't really think that there's a huge difference between those two goalies as we speak right now. But uh, yeah, I think at plus 110, I still like Detroit at home, Nick. Yeah, I didn't love a side here. I, I'm still higher on you. That with the Penguins, but I like the over. I still, I don't really have any faith in Detroit's blue line. I think it's going to be a little messy back there, but as you say, their top line's looking good. Their depth scoring looks a little better. Still love our guy Sprong too. Yeah. That's a great pickup for their third line. And then the Penguins, all their stars look so good. Like if Malkin's going to play like this, that offense is going to absolutely roll. And I think Brian Rust is a really good bounce back candidate. If you're playing fantasy, he should be owned in your league and he's a guy to look at as well. So I think this early season, like we've talked about how it's going to roll over six and a half pretty consistently. If you can get this game at a decent number for a total of six and a half, as you said, it might get to seven tomorrow, but hopefully not because I would like for all the listeners to have a chance to bet it at six and a half. But yeah, it should be a, hopefully a pretty high scoring high event game. Tim, anything here? Wings and the Penguins. <laughs> I think the the line's pretty, uh, pretty bang on. I'm not, really in love with I don't want to bet on either team so it's going to be 
uh, either the total, which I don't know if I love Nick, even if it gets to seven, I just, uh, you have to pass at some point, right? You have to say uh, no bet. I think that this might be no action for me. I think I'll probably be looking um, some shot props, Red Wings. Um, Nick, I'll be looking for, for your blessing on those, but I don't want to put money on either of these teams. The Fred Wings aren't a big enough dog for my liking, and the Penguins I don't really love as a favorite. <laughs> yeah, and the seven, like, totals moving from six and a half to seven, this, it's kind of obvious to say, but it's a huge deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you're, if it's something like the Sabres game today, because I'm still seeing picks flowing in on the Sabres now that, or the game to go over now that it's like seven at even money. That is a humongous difference compared to six and a half when you're talking about cashing on four, three and cashing on five, two. And now you're not winning on either of those scores. And there's a lot of situations where, you know, seven's like obviously still going to be the most common way you win with the game going over. So not winning your bet on that is, is significantly different. So people might underthink that. I think it's the same thing in like in the NFL with yards, right? Tim, like, you see it move a certain amount and I think casual people forget like what percent of the bet that actually is. Like if it moves from whatever, 21 to 27 and a half, like that's a huge difference when you actually look at it in the percentage of the time you're going to hit. So I think that's definitely something to keep in mind early on when we're seeing so many of these six and a halves that are getting to seven by game time. I also want to just jump in and say when we're betting totals, I I, I'm going to be keeping a list unless some other um, publication already does it of teams that are pulling the goalie down two goals. I think that that is a, you have to know that, that we saw it a, a couple times in the, in the first week of the season here, like five and over, I want to make sure that the dog is going to pull that goalie down two goals, or at least that's on the table. So, yeah, I mean, down two is pretty consistent if the time calls for it too. I think it, it's another huge thing if you're going to, track that that i'd look at is what time teams are doing it at as well like that's definitely quite relevant pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely but when it comes to a great shave you don't have to shell out tons of cash harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced underperforming products and decided to do something better they found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. All right, on to uh, the Futures Lounge here. Just kind of take a step back, give a big picture view of the board. I don't think any of us are going to sit here and change our tune on teams in terms of like Stanley Cup futures or division odds or whatever. Uh, But we said this during our preview episodes when it came to the Jack Adams Award, which is coach of the year, that bookmakers are slow to adjust uh, that market particularly. So 
the strategy I'm going to say to to talk about Derek Lalonde, who's the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings. Let's say the Red Wings do get out to like a, a decent start here. They'd look better, I think, than people maybe thought. They're 2-1, and, and and they do play Pittsburgh on Wednesday night. Uh, and I'm just using this as an example. If, if the Red Wings get off to that you know, 6-2-1 start, rather than just rushing to go bet them to make the playoffs or whatever, take a peek at the Jack Adams uh, odds because Lalonde is still sitting at 25-1, to 1, and I still think that if two weeks from now we're talking about the Red Wings having a decent start in this Atlantic division, uh, allowing a team to pick up the pieces late with Tampa and Buffalo maybe underperforming, Florida underperforming, um, rather than going to those Red Wings odds uh, to make the playoffs or whatever, take a look uh, there. Uh, he's definitely someone I'll have an eye on, along with uh, the gentleman you're going to speak about, Nick, someone we, we bet last year. Yeah, so DJ Smith was one of the picks we gave out heading into the year, and it's a perfect example of what you're saying where they're a little slow to update this because I would say even the Senators being 2-1 and one helps a little bit, and he's still 25-1, to one, which is exactly the number we locked in heading into the year. Specifically because like when I locked this in, the most concerning part of the season is going to be this start without Norris and in the Pinto at the same time, right? It's going to be so much better when either one of them gets back and at least the center depth is significantly better. So they've shown, well, same kind of thing. They could win tomorrow versus Washington. You probably don't need to have this prior to that game, but if they come out three and one there, that's a pretty good start. I'm not sold on the division. I think they can definitely pick off some wins. We've seen Tampa's kind of struggling with their situation I'm still relatively low on the Bruins compared to the market without Patrice Bergeron. I mean, they're still going to be really good, but I think there's more of a world where Ottawa's just finishing right above them than people are considering. And then Toronto, like, they get so much credit early on, but I I think last game or last night versus Chicago opened some people's eyes, but it's definitely possible that team's just a lot worse defensively. Like, Klingberg looks horrific. I don't know how he was getting credit for a couple of cheap assists in the first couple games. I can tell you why. Like, let me get out there and slide the puck to Matthews and Marner. Right? Like, I don't know. Everyone thought his biggest problem would be defending and his defendings looked horrible. So I'm a little unsold on Toronto. Like they, they obviously still deserve to be the division favorite, but I don't think they're going to just go, out, go out here and completely dominate. So those are all good avenues for Ottawa to finish with a good point total and get in this race. I still like their chances to make the playoffs and hopefully they can get Norris back here soon and really help out on that front. Uh, Tim, anything? Yeah, I was going to go through uh sift, you, sift f- through the futures here, uh, the market Francesa style, but uh, I guess, I guess I'm not going to do that, but um, the, the Arizona coyotes, they're still plus four seventy to make the playoffs. They've had a great, looking first two games they can hang with just about anyone and it's a bet i already have at five to one it's at plus 470 again i'm sorry if you came here and all you hear is uh arizona love but again uh, if you if you know that by now and you keep coming thank you but yeah arizona plus 470 yeah they look hey they look good good. and a tough start to the schedule too like they could come back home so they play the islanders on tuesday night then they're in st louis on thursday night they come back to the mullet two and two. Uh, that's really an impressive road trip, especially because the, the, the Rangers sure. game, two one loss could have won either way. Um, 
The only other one. Yeah, else- I agree. I think I'm. Oh, I was going to say. I think I'm a little capped out on the yokes yeah. now. Depending on what number you're going to get, there's still like some 35 to ones on Trigny. Then I do 40. It. There's a 40 but out there too. Like that 15 to one. Yeah. So if you're still getting 40, yeah. I think you got to do that. Um, and then the other coach will throw out there, and the, these Jack Adams markets are all over the place. So hunt around for sure, because definitely even more than most that matters. But I, I still think uh, we like the Canucks on here. Talk it's out there at twenty five to one. Same kind of thing. If they keep showing well and that number holds, that's just one just I'd wheel the board. Just playing. wheel the Jack Adams board, baby. Um, it if, works. They're long know, numbers, right? Like it seems like we're just throwing out half the coaches, but it's been really yeah. good to us the last three years. Absolutely. So. Last one I'll mention just really briefly is uh, Elias Pettersson off and running. He's twelve to one to win the Selkie. Realistically, that's probably the only award he can win, unless McDavid truly is. He could win yeah, the heart. I, I mean, it's two, it's two games ahead. I don't know, but he could. And like, I'm not, like, he's still, I feel at 101, we, we liked him. And if it's still out there at 101, go for it. But I think the Selkie. I know what you mean. Yeah, though. Selkie. Like, the reality is, it's like, it's, it's one of those situations where, like, math. we, we, you want to just at least get paid off a little bit for being like, this is probably a top five player in the NHL this season. And the most likely situation that for that to happen would be the Selkie to me. Um. Anyways. Uh, that's it for a nice brief episode uh, of, of Line Change. We'll be back for a really deep slate on Thursday morning. Uh, I think we got a dozen games going there. So be sure to check that one out. For Nick Martin, Tim Kalinowski, good luck with all your bets on Wednesday. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.